and gentlemen, welcome. Now, I'm going to do things a little different. Well, not necessarily different, but usually I ask a question and my lovely, amazing co-hosts never know. Never knows what I'm going to ask. But I had asked her this question right before you guys got here and she didn't have an answer. So I'm going to ask it again mm -hmm. because hopefully she came up with something. I had asked her, name one ugly celebrity you'd want to have sex with. Ooh, go ahead, girl. You have an answer to that? Yeah. yeah. I was gonna answer. You think Jamie Foxx is ugly? Yes, he is. Money made him look good, but Jamie Foxx is definitely fundamentally I can ugly. Okay. okay. I can see that. <laughs> All right. Jamie Foxx before Ray. Yeah. <laughs> A living color? Yeah, living, living color, color era? The living color joke Jamie Booty call booty Jamie? When he had the little braids? He gets a pass because he's funny, but he's yeah, funny will def he's definitely very, make you drop the panties. Yeah, he's very charismatic, too. He is. He's a sweet guy in person. Yeah. So he's very nice. Okay. But yeah, Jamie. that's the ugly guy that I would smash. <laughs> what about you? Um, ugly person. Or someone who's not conventionally attractive. Yeah, somebody you wouldn't necessarily pipe. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, I pipe ugly bitches. <laughs> he likes grenades. Cardi, Cardi B? Come on, yo. Come on, man. You're supposed to be from the Bronx, brother. <laughs> that little extra that little extra tooth? Dragon tooth! <laughs> took it really bad yeah you did yeah we we are huge cardi b fans here yeah she had a lot of personality yeah she said it she dropped a bag mm-hmm that on the song, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> her first song. Bodak Yellow. No, her she's, first a, she's a hell hit. of an artist. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. All right, you ain't escaping it, Haiti. Hmm? You ain't escaping it. Ugly. I don't know. <laughs> I really am. I was thinking about it. I, I, I was know, thinking just about say it. like Mark Anthony. Or something. I'm not Mark asking you for your debit card. I won't, even, I won't even sleep with Mark Anthony either. Too skinny. Do you want me to answer first to give you more time? Go ahead. Seth Rogen. Oh. I love Seth Rogen. Just, just say Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will sleep with Seth Rogen. Just, I love his laugh. He's funny. <laughs> I love Seth Rogen. There we go. So He makes me laugh. You but you will, since do, you will do Frank the Tank? <laughs> Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's bread life. Yo, yeah, yo, yo, it's Haiti and Lexi talking that little shit. The podcast is fire, so you know they live. Sit down and listen, they won't flip the switch. If you think men can throw Cassie's ladies' pigs, yeah, uh huh, Cassie's ladies' pigs.
and welcome to another amazing episode of Ladies Pitch. This is episode 35. 35. Look at that. Let's go, Blue. <laughs> Joining us today besides my lovely, amazing, illustrious... Haiti, baby. How what you up? doing, baby? Chilling, chilling. I'm That's so laughing right. with this. We have two amazing guests joining us. First, <laughs> friend of the podcast, Mr. Jermo. Welcome back. President of Puerto Rico. What's going on? <laughs> Ambassador of Opaquis. Welcome back, brother. You Good to someone, have you. Always a pleasure. You need someone to help you make your beans. He's your guy. Yeah. I do make good you beans. Need, you need help with your pasteles during those holiday seasons? I don't really make pasteles. Really? You like you I eat do them make though. good beans. I there do make go. good beans. Mm, all right. We got someone else with us here, first timer. All the way from the Peach State. By way of Brooklyn, though. Yeah. She's one of us. She got her Tim's on. She got her constructs. <laughs> Yo, she, you had to see her face, so she was like, don't do me like that. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Kenya um, from Sugar and Shit Podcast. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Welcome, 50%. 50% here with us. What's going on with you guys? Um, I grew up in, um, I just <laughs> <laughs> Just know she's from now. Brooklyn. Right. Just I grew up on Pickin Avenue, but now I live in East Flatbush at my grandma's house on Utica. Oh, okay. mm. yeah. All right. I lived in Brooklyn at one point, too. Yeah. I was in, um... I always got lost in Brooklyn. Yeah. I've never read about Queens. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's because I, Queens, I nah. It's, it's like... like 121st Street, 121st Avenue, 121st... Boulevard. Road, 121st Boulevard, Lane. It's like, it's like geographically retarded. It really is. Yeah. People from Queens don't even know how to get around. Yeah, that's yeah. They were like, I'm on 125th Lane. Damn, brother, I'm on 125th Boulevard. Like, like, you on the other side. I feel like Queens went out their way to say, nah, we're going to mess with the other boroughs and make it hard to come here. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. facts. Yeah. Like, whoever made the, the, the street name was, was retarded. I can't. Like, I can't do it. I lived in two different parts of Brooklyn. I lived on 63rd and Bay Ridge, where it was mostly Asians. Well, back then, I'm talking about, like, more than, like, 20 years ago. And then I lived, I just remember it was Kane Place. And I was the only Spanish girl in my class. Everybody else was black. No, I think I was the only one in the school. Everybody else was black? Everybody else was black. What's the name of the street? Kane Place. Kane what? That's all I remember. It was by, like, I think that was the Metro North. It was right by the train. Girl, I don't remember. In First of all, is Kenya, she doesn't remember what day of the week it is. Like, 90%. No, my memory is really bad. I just know that. There was a church across the street, and I was the only Spanish girl in the school. I think there was, like, one other, like, Spanish guy. Everybody else was black. I had my first fight there. Yeah. <laughs> Most of Brooklyn yeah. is black. <laughs> <laughs> Kenya, tell us more about your podcast. I, I was looking at your page. I'm like, yo, this sounds, this sounds really interesting. But our schedules, like she's a mom, she oh, works, okay. I do my own thing, I ain't got no kids. So our schedules kept clashing, so then me and my sister did, started doing a podcast together. And it's just really like, 
like we trying to figure it out. Like we be talking about shit that happens. Like even the episode I put on today was about like me taking care of my grandma and you know like taking care of someone that has like um, a brain injury, right? Because it's all fun and games when we hee hee and ha ha and we talk about sex, we talk about Cardi B and mm-hmm. Offset, we talk about all that stuff. But everybody have real life shit that Absolutely. people don't yeah. think about on the back end that things that we don't post on social media, we don't talk about with our friends or whatever. So I woke up this morning, I'm like, all right, let me do this podcast. Because yesterday my grandma, she done left Kings County Hospital. We couldn't find her for like three, four hours at a court of police and everything. That's scary. Oh, that's so, cold silver. What they call it? Cold silver, I think. Yeah, yeah cold mm-hmm. silver. And um, so, but yeah, we just literally like two twins, well, a set of twins, uh, millennial twins, trying to figure this shit out. You know, mm-hmm. That's right. Like we, I need, I need marriage and grandkids, and we were like, shit, we chilling. All oh, they ask us for the same shit all the time too. I'm like, find me a man. You know what? Like my sister, <laughs> my sister's, my sister's into bitches. I'm not, but I date more than she does. I'm into both girl, and I can't find shit. Because me and my sister is intolerant, right? So, like, you could breathe wrong, and we'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> question. Okay. We are very much into astrology. So now okay. that you said that, what sign? What do you think we are? Let me guess. Leo. Nope. Close, but no. Close. Sag. Virgos. Oh! <laughs> so your birthday just passed? Yep, August 29th. Happy oh, belated. Happy belated. Virgo. Oh, hey, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, yeah, Leo. We are. I mean, we're big into astrology as well. So. Best sign on the world. Oh, <laughs> God. Every Leo the fuck that tells us we're, they're a Leo, prefaces, well, surmises with that. Afterwards. That pretty much. We leave our mark. I'm about to leave mine on you, fam. Skin mark? No. Hey. <laughs> I heard Virgos is like the most hated sign, and I was like, wait, no. Why? Leos are. Nah. I heard Virgos is the most hated sign because people No. You guys are, are very judgmental. You, you guys are. are the perfectionists. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys are. are the perfectionists of the zodiac. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm surrounded by Virgo, so it doesn't really it phase doesn't me. Phase no. Mm-hmm. Here comes the Leo. Leo's licked. Leo's licked themselves. They licked themselves, girl. Yeah. You ever seen the dog just like licking himself? That's a fucking Leo. <laughs> Here we yeah. go, here we go. They work so hard. Here we go. Take it back, girl. Don't 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 put no air in that balloon. Yeah. We're gonna fly out of here. I love the work ethic of a Leo. They're loyal too. No, that I do give them. They're, They're fiercely, fiercely loyal. They are loyal. Yeah. They are loyal. But sometimes they have So you're delusional, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> you, you just hit on something. One of my, like, my oldest friends, he's a Leo. And you just saying that, you described him to a T. There we go. 
Because I look at him and I'm like, what are you, yo. I look at him and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's saying all this stuff. He's retarded. Totally different. Sound like a Leo. Oh my gosh, yo. Here we go. I mean, we say you guys were loyal. the best sign in the world. That's it. That's that. Don't at me. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Cut him out. Cut his mic. You don't even go here. So I got another question for you, Kenya, before we really get into the nitty gritty. What was the aha moment that you were like, you looked at your sister and you said, yo, we need to, we need to really put what we're saying and what we feel. We really got to put it out there. Like, what was that moment you realized we need to have a show? Oh, wow. I did med school for a year and a half, and I dropped out. But then I decided, like, hey, I want to do hair and makeup. So people be like, yo, what the fuck? You all like, over. I'm like, they feel like I'm all over. Mm-hmm. I'm all over. I enjoy life. Like, life is to be lived. Absolutely. So I don't live in anybody's box. You like, shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You, you live in your box, own. Yeah, I'm not going to live in anybody's box. If you put me in a box, that's cool. That's up to you. But I'm not going to stay here. Mm-hmm. We call that breaking generational curses. Period. That's mm-hmm. right. Wait, Nafana and Jamaicans do be having mad jobs though. They never, they never really have just like one. We have a really good friend that he's Jamaican, and he always has like, he has like two jobs, and he he's always like on the hustle and bustle, like doing shit. I mean, I tell people all the time, like for me, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I could afford my mortgage and all my bills, That's I'm good. Like I wouldn't be comfortable in my house, right? Everything else is additional. Everything else is a blessing. But if my basics are met, I'm, I'm chilling. I think where people get shit messed up is like. They want to, like, they want to square up with other people. Like, oh, you got this, I got this, you got this. I don't give a fuck. They want to be competitive. Yeah, because a lot of times, like, they renting, not owning. Half the time, yo, this dude, this one dude I met on the dating app. You put him on, like, you look on his Instagram, he got 50K followers. Like, he going here, he going that, living a life. This nigga really trying to catch up in my house. And I was like... No, you better ask when you have fifty thousand followers, right? Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like you. So, what dating app do you use? Bumble. All right, Bumble. Okay. Haven't tried that, but my dating coach was like, use Bumble. Bumble is better than like all the you other say dates. Dating coach? Yes, oh, I had. We need, I had a we date. Need, oh, we, <laughs> we gonna pick Elaborate. your brains. <laughs> um, nah. 
like I was, I felt like I was dating wrong. Like I've been engaged twice. I've pretty much never kind of been single. And so, I mean, I don't think it's anything to do with me, but I said, let me hire someone who this is what they do. And they come might look from the outside in and let me know what I'm doing wrong. Right. Because it's always like, yo, you judgmental, you this, you that, like, I love you, but you just, you, you intense. Right. Mm. But I don't think I'm intense. But your family not going to tell you the truth, and neither are your friends. So sometimes you got to ask an outside source so that you could get an organic answer to what's going on. Okay. And so I, I seen this girl on Instagram. I've been following her for a while, and she's a young girl, but she she with it. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'm, I'm going to hire her. She's going to be my dating coach. So I hired her. And she told me everything that was going on. She was like, first of all, I can't remember what app I was using back then, but she was like, Bumble, that's it. Either Bumble or like um, the escort servicing um, sites, right? Because when you... See, what? Because you got to think <laughs> about it, right? People put money into what they value. Even if you don't date them, make your, make your time be worth something. So even if you just become a sugar baby or y'all have sex one time... And you, but they, they wind and dined you the whole night and left you money or whatever, spent you, spent money on you. Then you don't feel bad that you haven't like, you know what I'm saying? A walk of shame the next morning. Cause you don't got a bag off of it. Yeah. You got something okay. off of and, it. And, but it's real. Cause my mom used to try to always tell me that. And I'll be like, ma, like, oh, mm -mm, no, but you gotta make, you gotta make niggas pay for your time. Period. Mm -hmm. Like don't be giving that shit for free. My mom used to say that too. She was like, no sit up in there, like don't be stupid. Yeah, she's like, like pussy ain't free, and I'm you, like, wait, what? Pussy ain't what? free. You're making faces. <laughs> my mom call it pussy pension. My mom always says that. I'm just like, what? And I'm like, I guess I don't know. My mom, you know, she they used to my stepdad used to splurge on her. Ain't so. nothing wrong with free pussy. Guys. Oh my god, oh, that's right. another right, Teddy response. fish user. <laughs> that's right. That's right, that's the man home. response. Grab that mic right there. You want to hear your perspective first? <laughs> what What are your experiences? Ain't nothing wrong with free pussy. Okay. What are your experiences with dating apps? And as a guy listening in on this specific conversation, what is your take? Dating app is interesting. Uh, it's definitely different. It's different because you got to, like, break the ice differently. For, for a guy, it's different. I mean, for anybody that tries it, I think it's different. Because even though... You are more free to be a little bit more of yourself or hide a little bit more of yourself. It's not that face to face. Like when you're face to face, it's like a little more. It's yeah, it is different. It's different. It's like it's more real. It feels they can see through you a little bit more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like it has worked to an extent. Like I don't have any complaints, even though I don't I don't really do online dating anymore. Um, what did you do in the past though? What did you use? Um, I use plenty of fish because that was that was one of the first ones that came out. Yeah. Well, now because of COVID, ain't nobody trying to go out. So now. Yeah. But in a city like New York, you don't need a date now. You could go to the grocery store and meet somebody. You could go to the corner store at 2 o'clock in the morning and meet not somebody. Not for nothing. I was trying to shoot my shot. Yes, and I typically don't do this. We work in a hospital. Mm -hmm. And I did see a nice... I, I think I was telling you this, right? Nice-looking guy that came. Yes. He was very yes. nice-looking. I was very surprised because when I saw his date of birth, he said he was 40. And I was like, oh, he looks good for 40. And, and even my co-worker was like, oh, he was married. 
Um, and I saw he was a Scorpio too. I was like, ooh, two for two. Wait, ooh, hold Scorpios. up. Scorpios. Yeah, I, I love know. me a Scorpio boy. Me too, bro. Mm. Me too. And he was married. My coworker went out to him. She was like, "Oh, are you married?" He was like, "Yeah, why?" But what's your what's your coworker look like though? Well, my coworker's a female. She's older. See, She's older you can't lady. you can't really trust the answer he gave her. <laughs> um, I think he had an idea that it was for, it was only me and her there. I think he had the idea, but she did say, "Oh, it was my friend, my coworker. Like I wanted to get she your number for her." She approached it all wrong. Like you can't you can't go up there already pressed. Like you gotta. Like, hey, what's good? Like, how the night shift treating you? You know what I'm saying? You guys. Yeah, I was going to try to make conversation with him because I called him up. I was extra nice. Like, I went around, put a wristband on him. I was New being York nights extra. is different than everybody else nights. I was Yo. being extra. I was you even like, oh, you smell good. Like, you know, I was he, trying to. But at the same time, I was working. So I was just like, fuck, I don't want to see him. So I never do that. I'll see you looking at him like. See, that be the thing. Like, but I was like, damn, he's married. Y'all shit. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he, I thought he was younger than me. I thought he was like thirty. Oh, so then he I saw he was good. forty. I, yeah, he was a good forty. He had the mask on. It looked like he was nice looking underneath the mask. Oh, yeah, so you didn't even check the grill? Nah, you that, that would have been fucked up, right? <laughs> you gotta <laughs> check like the open gr- bottles with his teeth. Right, <laughs> go fuck up your clitoris. Hell nah. <laughs> Jigsaw on that bad boy. <laughs> that was a. F- I've never, never hit on any like patient or anything that i've ever seen at work ever. i mean sometimes you guys try one. something new like i love dating in new york because when i date up here everybody because i have because since i've been in the south for so long i got like a little southern thing to me and they swear i'm not from new york and they feel like oh you saw the nah, feminine in and you. all this yeah but it Oh, you see it already? But, I see it. But I guess I'm not as hard as New York women who ain't never left the state. So when I come up here, they be like, oh, you nice, you sweet, you soft, you feminine. Mm-hmm. And so they piss me off, and then the New York energy making come out of me. But <laughs> I, I be back. They love that shit. Yeah. Yeah, we are yeah. aggressive as fuck. Y'all all aggressive. It's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah. But it's Have like you seen the videos of them making fun of us and shit? Yeah. Like fucking the guy? I saw a meme that was like, yo, they give New York girls a bad rap. Come here, DMX. I kind of like you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in the South, though, like when I date in the South, like they can't handle it. They be like, you so rude. You so aggressive. Like you just disrespectful. Really? Yo. like They probably see it. Southern men is pussies. Like, like I can't. Like really? I'm like. Yeah. And I went to they piss Florida, me I off. Guess, yeah. They piss me off. I'm like, I can't. I'm not doing this shit no more. I'm at the point where I would like find someone in New York, bring them down to Georgia, give them three months to get on their feet, and then we could live happily ever after. Because I cannot do Southern men. They have are you just... done like have you done long distance relationships? I have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done long distance relationships. I've done two from um, guys that were up here, <laughs> and I dated one guy. He lived in Florida, but I did meet him when we both lived in New York, and then I moved to Georgia, and he moved to Florida. Mm. But I'm not opposed to a long distance relationship. It just gotta make sense, like especially now at this age. It's like okay, we make we both make money, so like weekends we gotta see each other. Somebody gotta fly out. We gotta alternate it. Like we gotta keep the spicy. But okay. if you being stagnant, I'm not playing with you. Yeah, yeah. And if it, you don't see like it growing. Yeah, like a future together. Though, I'm I not guess. wasting my time at this point. Like not That's at all. That's how I feel too. I was just telling someone that the other day. I'm like, I'm so past like wasting my time. Like it's just not working out. First month. I'm yeah. Like, no, no. I can't, I'm like I can't. that too. Like old. How old are you, love? I'm 32. Okay. Oh, okay. So we're all in our 30s, yeah. pretty much. I just turned 32. So. 
I'm chilling though. Yeah. Oh, you. She said that was the hoodie. I mean, I'm chilling. Yeah. I'm. De- I definitely feel a lot more comfortable in my thirties um, than I did in my twenties. Absolutely. 20s. That's true. Yo, the insecurities and the inner dialogue that basically criticized everything about me in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't pay me to relive my twenties in nah. that regard. Mm-mm. I mean, the fun part. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. I was in a shitty but, relationship for most of my twenties, so I definitely don't want to relive that shit. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> thing. Like, I feel like because I feel like as women, society tells us, like, at a certain time, we have to attain certain things, right? And it's never about education or um, social status and stuff like that. It's more so, like, kids, marriage, blah, blah, blah. So while we're living in our 20s, we have we put this time stamp or, like, this deadline on when we need to meet certain things, and we don't even get to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We don't get to enjoy it. And all. then when we hit 30, we realized we didn't even fucking attain the shit that society told us we were supposed to attain. We finna wall out. We like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I ain't got kids by now, I'll get them when I get them. That's it. Yeah. Like, that's it. And honestly, I thought I would have kids by now. And the fact that I don't have kids by now, um, it actually kind of excites me because I really can't imagine, like, having to get dressed, look cute, and carry a car carrier, a baby bag, get somebody else ready. I'm yeah. like... I'm late for everything, so I can only imagine having a child. I'm going to be super late. I, I'm super selfish. I like to do whatever the heck I want. I like to get up and go as I please. Mm-hmm. And I know that about myself. That's why I'm like, maybe kids are not for me. And I don't I'm think okay it's not for I want you. kids, though. But Yeah, because as women, we learn to we learn to navigate and adjust, right? So, yeah. you know, when we have kids, of course, we naturally just fit them into our schedule. But I think our generation is learning if we do not have kids, it it's not happen, the end of the world. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think we're the There's first other generation things. to really yeah. embrace that. It's not the end of the world. Like we're still gonna live. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm doing. Uh, I think it's too late for me, guys. <laughs> Pull out. We yeah. see. <laughs> Pull out game week. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, going back to that, it's definitely different for guys than for women. I mean, you don't get the conversation every day. When are you going to have kids from your mom? Let me ask you this. What, what age do you start, like, for you, like, woman? What age do you say, all right, I had enough messing around. and I, I want to be in a relationship. We just started. <laughs> well, I mean. I can't speak for them. But for me, it's not a pressing issue. No, I wouldn't say pressing, but it's like, like you need to be in a relationship. No. Also, yeah, I was. And now it's like chilling. Yeah. Yeah, Bear in mind, I have commitment issues. Yeah. Right. So yeah. With men, as y'all get older, y'all wanna, y'all wanna, y'all wanna settle down. With women, it's like so all that pressure was was on us in our twenties. That when we hit thirty, we don't attain that. We're like, fuck, we just about to live life. Chilling. So it's the opposite, pretty much. Yeah, I think for me, for the most part, it's because I want kids. So Mm -hmm. I'm always, I was pressed more before. But even now, because I'm 35, I'm going to mm-hmm. be 36 in a few months, and I'm like, shit, time's ticking. And my grandmother, she's always like, when did I give me a grandchild? Wait, I'm like, find me a man. Like, and it's crazy because I was having this conversation with you, and I'm like, is it wrong if I reach a certain age and I don't have kids and I decide that, like, with a friend of mine, like, if we agree on it? Like, that's not wrong, and that's how, that was going to be my question to you. Like, are you opposed to, like, um, fertility treatment and in no. vitro and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I would do it that way. I would definitely do it that way. Like, Honestly, yeah. Because 
I mean, it's one thing to have a child. Like, basically, like, a sperm donor. Pretty much, yeah. See, that part, I'm a little bit opposed to, because I'm like, I kind of, I want my child to have a father figure. Mm-hmm. And I say that more because I didn't necessarily have, like, but that see, father figure. you said a father figure. figure. You didn't say her biological father. So then why would you be opposed, right? Because you could have mm-hmm. uncles yeah. that's father figures. You I'm could have for. your male friends that are father figures. I'm all for the sperm bank. I yeah. think if I was to have a kid, it would be that route. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with another person. I'm like, no, I'll do it my way. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I probably say that for me because I don't ever want to depend on anyone. Like, I, I think that I would depend more on the father. And even yeah. that's not guaranteed, right? Because guys walk away from I just their kids think, I just the think, time. Yeah, but I just think we, we as kids, we need. A mother and a father, because kids why. that don't have it. When it comes to that, I'm more traditional. But they're like, 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 like it's like it's true side. that you could find father figures in other people, in other people. That's that's very yeah. true. But as a kid, you're growing up, you see other kids with mothers and fathers, and you cannot help that 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 part of you always gonna give you you're that call. Right. And because like I always. had a stepdad since I was three years old, but still, that was still missing that father, like my this, father. Because even my mom ended up having another child with him, and mm-hmm. my younger brother had that mother and father, mm-hmm. biological dad, biological mom, and I see the difference. I mean, there's there's definitely going to be a difference because there's partnership there, right? But I always knocked out, like, not always because this is new to me, but I had to sit and think. When people was like, oh, I think it's a difference between, you know, being raised in a two-family household and a one-family household. And what I say to that is... Our generation, for the most part, a lot of us weren't even raised by our parents, right? Crack, the, crack acad- the crack academic. So we were raised by our grandparents or our mothers. If not our mothers, our fathers who was was who was good enough to be like, all right, cool, like her, her mom got strung out and this is what I got to do. But even a lot of fathers didn't step up to the plate and do that. And so... And we t- and we're the most successful generation, so you know I think we have to we have to knock down like what they tell us and go by what's in front of us, right? Because what's in front of us is the fact that we are the most successful generation, and like I said, we didn't have two family households. A lot of us did not come from two family households. I have a step. My dad he sold drugs. He was in jail from when my mom had conceived us or whatever. I mean, from when my mom was pregnant with us. And my mom and my stepdad married when I was 10. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful. I call both of them my dads because even though my dad wasn't, my biological dad was not there physically, he was always on the phone. We always visited him, everything like that. He made his presence known. But yet and still, and again, like, I was not in a two-family household for half my life before I, you know, went off to college. And I still turned out well. Mm-hmm. I have my masters. Most of my friends have their masters and doctorates. So I'm not, and they did not grow up in two family households. So I would not give that narrative the power to say that if I have a child by myself, that my child is going to be less than or not as successful because they don't have two parents. Mm-hmm. They, agree, your children yeah. are what your children want to be. No, and yeah, what definitely. You in I them don't. As I don't, th- and I'm not saying that I think that if I was to be a single mom, that my mm-hmm. child won't be successful. I'm mm-hmm. looking at it more from like a family standpoint, how I would want how, it to how you be. want them. Yeah, yeah so right. I present how this I would question want it to you because be. my mom presented to this question mm-hmm. to me. She asked me, "What's more important to you, being a wife or being a mother?" 
being a mother. So you do what you gotta do to become a mother. I was I was always really big on family is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. Family is what you have around you. It's not necessarily gonna be the nuclear structure of mom, dad, brother, sister. Right. It could be mom and sister. It could be you were raised by an aunt and uncle. That at the end of the day, as long as you have that valid support system, like you said, why give that quote unquote traditional family structure the power to dictate whether or not you're doing something right or wrong? Mm-hmm. I I always joke around and I say I was raised by wolves. <laughs> it's because I grew up in a very unorthodox, you know, yeah. family structure, and I think I, I turned out pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I went to school. I did what I had to do. I always kept myself, you know, focused on what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. If you would have seen the way I was brought up, you, it could have been deemed otherwise right. from the outside looking in, like, oh, she's not going to go very far. Same here. So, yeah, I mean, you definitely get it. Yeah, definitely. And, like, my family was the same way as well. My dad was on drugs, and he was in the streets most of the time. Yeah. And, you know, he was he used to physically abuse my mom. Like, I saw that growing up, you know. My mom and my stepdad, there was abuse there as well for a long time. So it was more like, okay, we go from, like, my and my mentality was like, okay, I go from, like, a crappy dad to kind of, like, a crappy dad as well, you know. Yeah. So, I mean... Even though he was there for my mom and he provided for us, every he was lacking in everywhere, everywhere else. Yeah, because it's like okay, you you give financial support, but you don't give emotional, you don't give mental, you don't give no other support. That nurturing. So it, yeah, that yeah, nurturing I think, side. I, I think it's more, and that's more what I was looking for. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I think it's more from the mental health I agree. standpoint I was bring because that up. it's not that because you didn't have a mother and a, or a father that you're not. You know, it defines whether you're success. That's not. That's not the narrative. The narrative is that deep down it's gonna affect you. It's gonna affect you because that's a connection, a relationship that you as a human being need. You need a relationship with your with your mother and you need a relationship with your father. And when you don't have either or, it affects you mentally. That's why they call it daddy issues. You got daddy issues or you got mommy issues. I don't, yeah. No, no, but I... I understand that, and I'm not saying that everybody goes through that, mm-hmm. but most of us that want that relationship, that we have it, and we see other people that have it. Now, do you think it's more because? Like, I would be a totally different person if my father wasn't in my life. So I probably would be a whole different person if he wasn't. Let me ask you this: Do you think it's when people have these quote-unquote daddy issues, mommy issues? Do you think it's because of the actual physical absence, or is it because society is telling them, "Yo, your dad's not in the picture"? Nah, I th- I th- and like that I, whole social I, stigma. I, no, okay. I think I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, look at it now. Like, Let's we, look we at could, it. We could survive without without anybody. No, I, like, I, we, I always we, ask. We, it's, it's, a ma- it's not a matter of survivor or success or anything. It's a matter of mental health. Some it's gonna affect you at some point. Not having. You know, a relationship with your mother or your father. Yeah. Like, is 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 in our okay. DNA. My opinion. That's just my opinion. Yeah. You know, if you don't agree with it, that's you kind of you kind of see it. You uh, in a way you kind of see it. And I know guys that don't have great relationships with their moms, and I kind of see how they grow up a little bit like with this anger and like hatred towards women. I see it, and I'm like, and I know about you know the relationship they have with their mom, and I'm like, damn, like. And it's funny you say that. Same, yeah. la, 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 la. And it's funny you say that because, like, you look at every stereotypical, not stereotypical, every, like, serial killer profile, 
especially like someone like Charles Manson or um, Ted Bundy, they had mommy issues, quote unquote mommy issues, and they had issues relating to women. Yeah. So their victims tended to be women. And yeah. then the brutal way that they go about it, too. Right. I mean, a child, I, th- I think your childhood is a very, if not the most important stage of your life, because it, yeah. it affects your adulthood. Your Absolutely. development. Your yeah. development, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, I think when you're an adult, you could, you could overcome anything, really. But when things happen in your childhood that you were not in control of, in control of and you were not, you know, you didn't have that, that you were innocent, you know, you were... You didn't know what was going on. You didn't ask for it. You know, it was like, okay. But that gets to you because mm-hmm. the fact that you didn't know and now you know, it's like, it's hard to overcome. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, I think. No, it's true. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people think that they can overcome. To me, that's why I think mental health is such a big deal now. And I think it's because a lot of people and have these platforms like celebrities and stuff like that where they're making it okay for you to want to go and seek help, mm-hmm. seek therapy if you have issues, if you have any past issues. I've gone to therapy myself, and it's helped. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, you know, what your experience is or what your experience is I with love therapy. therapy. Right, it's, it's helped. It. It's, and I always say this, it connects all the dots, basically, for me. If that you I want couldn't it to, nec- yeah. That I couldn't necessarily connect for myself. Like, oh, okay, so this and that. For example, I love my mom to death. But my mom is difficult. Lexi can tell you, she uh-huh. is difficult as fuck. They told me in therapy, she's always going to be like that. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change. Because I would let her behavior affect me. Mm-hmm. To the point where I'm like, I'm making myself sick. I'm getting myself anxious dealing with this woman. Like, because it's like, I've seen she's never change. going to change. Right. Oh, my mother looks at me like... You already know our parents that's like cursing them out. That. Yeah. That's like, nobody wants to hear that word. And it's not... Dude, I'm not saying go take therapy because you're crazy. Yeah. I'm saying that, you know, you might need some correction to your attitude or the mm. way you I think or... or the, exactly. Like, it's not, it has nothing to do with you being she crazy. She thinks that you're calling her a bad mom, a yeah, bad they, parent. Oh, like, my God. I did everything for you. You wasn't missing anything. I gave you clothes. I gave you money. I gave you this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I could have used a few more hugs, not for nothing. And you know, you know like, I mean? in a sense, <laughs> in a sense, it's just, it's, it's just ignorance, right? And when people hear ignorant, they think they think a negative kind of connotation to it. But it's just really the sense of not knowing, right? Because my mom, my mom is... 53, mm-hmm. so the same age group of, as all of our parents because we're yeah, all in the same mom group. Yeah. 50s as well, However, yeah. my mom, she is open to therapy. She advocates for therapy, right? Oh, but she dope. also works in the healthcare field, so it's you who your parent is and what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Now, my dad, he's like, nah, I'm good. I mean, the man has blood pressure. He won't even take his blood pressure medication because he thinks drinking ginger and root is going to cure it. And I'm like, okay, you're going to keep doing this until you drop down dead, and then just make sure you got your life insurance policy in place, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's just about what they know. Mm-hmm. If our parents was not, if they, if one, if they're not open to it, but two, if they was um, never around it or know anybody who's done it, they're not going to be receptive to the idea. I've realized with my parents and even my grandparents, if their friends done it, they're more open to it, right? They don't want to hear it from us. Mm-hmm. But if their friend call them say, yeah, I went to therapy with my daughter the other day and it was... It was actually good. Now all of a sudden their ears cock up. 
they're listening a little bit more. When you bring it to their attention, they might be more open to the idea. But if no one around them has done it, they look at it as taboo. They're like, I'm not listening to this bullshit. They don't want to listen to Yeah, young I've told my mom, and she just looks thing. at me yeah. like, and what are you telling me? I remember one time as a teenager, because I was a rebel, like, teen. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember one time in school, they were like, oh, let's sit down. Like, the guided concert was like a social worker. And they're like, we're going to try to figure this out. And, um, you know, hear your daughter out. She went, she lasted no lie, like five minutes. <laughs> she was like, you're not going to tell me how to raise my daughter. Boom, boom. Like, she just left. I'm like, even the, the guidance counselor was like, I pray for you. And I'm like, I pray for myself, lady. Like, this this lady is difficult as fuck. She's just stubborn. Also, yeah. like, She's really, really stubborn. And I she has to, she's a Capricorn. She has to be right. Yeah, oh, my God. My mom's Capricorn. I don't, I don't so. deal with Capricorns. <laughs> my mom's Capricorn. I don't have a choice. Lord. I got, like, yeah, her mom is also a Capricorn. I'm like, you feel my pain? There is stubborn. no accountability. Yeah. There is none. The only thing good about Capricorns is when they love, they love hard. But that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything else is trash. But I feel like millennials are like the first real generation. You had a cap relationship? Yeah. Yeah, they're trash. No, but the men and the women, they're very different. I've never had a relationship with a cap, but I know I've I've watched them. I've seen how they operate. They're trash. Both men and women, like, they they love super hard. Like, they'll, Mm -hmm. they'll drop everybody for the person that they're with. They're devoted to their families and everything like that. But just in general, they trash individuals. <laughs> so we're gonna get a lot of a lot of Capricorn. Feedback. Yes, I'm like, yeah, no, I fight about Capricorns all the time too, girl. Just yeah. they, I don't even know where to start. I, I don't know. They're different, different. He's like, wait a minute, my sister's a Cap. And I'm talking about the men though. They're different, different. Like, yeah. oh my god, I dealt with two Caps. I'm like, that's how I feel about Aquarius men. I'm like, I'm so over y'all, but they love me for some reason. I'm like, fuck y'all. Like, it's the assertiveness. Who, for me? For you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm like, yo. You're in control, they like that shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, and the crazy thing about it is not only do I get a lot of Aquariuses, but I get a lot of Aquariuses in law enforcement. And I'm like, I am the most like, like, fuck the law person ever. Why y'all attracted to me? Yeah, that's is that rebel shit? On. That's what it is. It's a turn it's that bad them. girl. But they swear it's not. They're like, you're a headache. This is it. We can't be together. Nigga, you knew what you was getting into. The fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> men always say that and they like that little edge. But they keep Am I, am I right? Am I right, Jermo? <laughs> you always, they always like women with that. Yeah, they always like women with that little edge. Like, do you like an edge? Like, you don't want a headache, but you want her to give you a little, like, you want to shut her up. Yeah, you always gotta have the edge. See, because it's fun, it's exciting. It's not that it's fun, but you it's know, not fun? we gotta leave the mark. <laughs> oh god! And he go licking himself again. <laughs> Your tongue not dry? <laughs> <laughs> and he look like he be putting something in his head too. <laughs> he a creative, so he got like seventeen tabs open right now. Yeah, nah, yeah. Not me, not yeah. me. I'm chilling. <laughs> Nah, but just real quick, kudos to millennials for openly embracing mental health awareness yes, and definitely seeking out to get in the proper help. Mm-hmm. And even if it's talking to somebody once a week. Yeah. Not talking about, you know, if you don't want to take meds for whatever, hopefully you are getting the right help that you need. Just smoke weed. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's a, that's a but option. But at the very least, just giving yourself the opportunity to speak with someone who's able to like he's like Haiti said, help you connect the dots. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you have all the tools, you just don't know how to use them. Mm-hmm. And to completely heal, I feel like 
we all, everybody experienced something in some type of magnitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might not experience the same things, but sometimes it's hard for us to heal. Um, and therapy allows you that, right? Because a lot of times we go through things and we can't tell our loved ones, we can't tell our friends out of fair judgment. But when you have the opportunity to talk to someone who doesn't know you, who's not biased, and who can just say, you know, I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry that you feel this way. Even if it's bullshit, you feel a lot better because you're not receiving criticism. Yeah. So. I think I think podcast has. Uh, don't you guys feel healthy? Like you talk yeah. every other day. Like I think communication is therapeutic. Yeah. It's like your space. It's yeah. like you could just talk Do about whatever you want, say whatever you want, and everything. you know, judgment free, mm-hmm. and just get you know, shut out. We always I mean. say this in our therapy. And we started, like, right before COVID hit, hit. Oh, so y'all knew. Hey. Yeah, we started, we started in March. March. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. And we yeah. kept going. We kept it up. You yeah, got to keep it up. the pandemic, the studios were closed. We were like, nah. We gotta Sometimes you got to record on your phone, but you get it done. Yeah. We were renting our hotel rooms to record. I mean, that's good, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you do what you got to do. Yeah, we did. Because at the end of the day... Like, just aside from just kind of, like, getting your thoughts out there, you leave a mark, right? Like, because later on down the line, even if you're not podcasting anymore, anyone can, like, because nothing leaves the internet. Anyone can find your audio and go back and kind of, like, you know, and be like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? So you leave a mark in a sense. And so it's not a small feat. A lot of people can't put themselves out there. Huh? We've pissed all over Google. Hey. <laughs> hey. And, you know, people shit it on podcasting in the beginning, but now all these major celebs want to do podcasting now. Yeah. So it was like, you know, we got to learn how to monetize on this shit because we paving the way for the people who already got make who already got money to and make even, more money. Where the yeah. fuck is our coins? And even the streaming <laughs> services Agreed. are trying to figure out a way to monetize mm-hmm. on this because, like you said, Seven, eight years ago, they were shitting on podcasts. Like, who the fuck shitting listens on to it. that? Mm-hmm. Now you got Joe Rogan. You got Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. You got the Bodega Boys. Like, you got all these different DJ podcasts. Khaled just signed on oh, one. Oh, look at that. Who was it? Con- was it Kanye or somebody else? Like, it's a... Oh, not Kanye. Um, I can't remember his name. But, yeah, it's mad people, like, starting a podcast. And it's like... I mean, I feel a certain type of way. So, because why y'all come into our lane when y'all have, like, you Other know... Avenues. Access to all this commercial shit. But whatever, do you? I think I think it's because it's just fun. It's like you don't have to really do anything but talk about your life and yeah, your experiences. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. it's it it's like yeah. I think that's what everybody wants. They just want to talk mm-hmm. freely, say whatever they want, however they feel, and be like nobody nobody could judge me because this is who I this is my yeah, yeah <laughs> this is this is this is my world. This is my bubble. So. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, you know y'all like that. Y'all yeah. like that shit. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, you something else, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so let's switch topics really quickly because mm-hmm. we want to know what you guys think about this. So, you know, earlier this week, Cardi announced. in Fulton County Courthouse. My oh, county. my God. <laughs> and, Jen yes, I looked, it up, I looked it up myself. Did you? I did. Soon as I heard, because I love me some Cardi, y'all. I'm telling y'all. As soon we as I heard, you did say Cardi. that before we started recording. Yes, that I you love, love Cardi. Cardi. 
soon as I heard the news, I went right on Fulton County because, you know, it's public record. <laughs> and I, t- I topped in their names. And, yes, she definitely filed that morning. Oh, she man. filed that morning as soon as the courthouse opened. Courthouse opened at um 7 o'clock. She filed. It was, like, around 9 o'clock. But they have already pro- – the paperwork was already in the system. Okay. So they already pushed it through. Shorty okay. set her alarm to do that fine. Yes. Damn. She pulled her right in the front. <laughs> Coach was like, mommy, mommy. We really got meters like that in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, apparently Lexi was telling me you saw a video or something okay. with his side I was bitch. Trying to like... find the video, but apparently TMZ, I couldn't find it. TMZ had like posted a video with the alleged side woman mm-hmm. of offset crying and apologizing and putting on all these theatrics. Someone had um shared it on my Instagram timeline on their story and for the effing life of me I don't know if they took it down I don't know if TMZ was like remove that shit but I couldn't find it I would say this aside from the breaking news of the filing for the divorce everything has been very very hush hush so it leads me to wonder (laughs) Hmm. is this real is it a publicity stunt he also filed custodial papers yeah, but see, when you do things like that in the courthouse, you could always withdraw them before the court date. That's okay. what people don't know. Okay. It's like if you file an eviction paperwork against someone, as long as they pay you your money before you go to court, it could be if court is at 9 o'clock and they pay you at 8 o'clock, you can withdraw it. Okay. So that doesn't that's nothing. So what would be the point of doing this? Like the publicity, like what would be the end game? I don't know, but I have not seen not one picture video of this side chick. She hasn't said nothing. She still got all his pictures up on her Instagram. He hasn't said nothing. He still got all her pictures up on his Instagram. So I'm trying to figure out what the fuck going on. He was so extra. He po- he posted a picture himself. Somebody his I mama. miss my granny. Yeah, his granny. Like, boy, go sit down. <laughs> you know? Don't be me in your mess. But you know they. But you know you also got to take in consideration they do have a child, and I do feel like not for nothing. Like Cardi came from like like she did what she did, but she is family oriented. So I feel like maybe she's being very very hush hush. Off the fact, like, their family's intertwined and they do have a daughter together, right? Okay. You don't want to put certain things out there that can always come back and be like, oh, your mom did this. I don't I don't see her malicious like that. And remember, they bought, like, mad property in Atlanta together. Yeah. They bought, like, three, like, two, three blocks of houses, then, like, did a whole nother purchasing wave. So... Just from their separate assets, they got a lot of stuff intertwined together. So I don't know how that's going to play out. But, I mean, how many times he going to embarrass her in public? Because yeah. this is like the third time and those in are the, two the years. times that we know about. Yeah. Correct. And you know as women, we hold shit in because we don't want to hear nobody's mouth. So we hold shit in and we hold shit back until we are fed up. Mm-hmm. So this is three times that she has showed us that she is fucking done. So how many times have he has, has he disrespected her on the back end? That's right. a lot. And it's a deal with it. So and she's Spanish. Y'all know y'all Spanish bitches be loyal as fuck. Yeah. So she was not planning on going nowhere for a while. <laughs> and you can tell she loves him. Stop attacking me. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I think you're directing that to a tucker. Like, she's like, I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, she's like, like mm, ain't stop that. attacking me. <laughs> I was like the guy with the red cup. Like, mm. <laughs> we did like a we did like a bonus episode the other uh, day, and I, I was actually that. saying that I was like, "Yo, I I go hard, like I go in, like I give it my all." I'm I think loyal. that lasted a lot. That's what I said. I think it lasted a lot longer than I expected. I just don't. I just don't see. Like, I don't know. I don't think they 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 are match. 
That's your ugly. That's your ugly celeb. Then you. They're <laughs> both ugly. You want to take a shot? You 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 think? You think oh, you're all hello. No, 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 no. But but I'm I just, thought you were all set. I'm like, wait, all set too, girl? Nah, nah. Cardi, Cardi, Cardi got all it though. All set is not bad. But she's not. He's a little you know, skinny side. But That's what it is. I don't like him that skinny. skinny. Yeah. I'm a skinny nigga now. They be packing. Yeah. They make up with. Yes, that I do know. I had one skinny dude. I, I yeah, I had a little skinny dude that I was having to think for, and that's like that's definitely like top two. I date size. skinny dudes and gym niggas. That's it. Gym? Like, mm-hmm. They always like big girls. Yeah. What they do? They love. They love thickies, and I help them. I help them work out. They like, and that be the thing. Like I be telling big bitches, like, why y'all be out here like hiding who the fuck you are? These niggas gonna eat you the fuck up. Like, yeah, do it. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Gym do. niggas, skinny niggas. Yo, my ex is one hundred sixty pounds and six three, skinny as fuck. <laughs> skinny as fuck. <laughs> Period. I never really, I never really <laughs> like skinny dudes though. Like, yeah, I mean see, they be I'm, liking me. I be like, oh, I don't know. See, I'm different because I'm. But again, your parents be instilling shit in you, right? Ever since I was a kid, because my whole family heavy. My mom was like, two big people don't need to be in the bed together. <laughs> so I never <laughs> fuck with big people. Like, not doing it. But yeah, like. <laughs> That's hilarious, and I've heard that too. My mom, and she be dead ass, like she be dead ass. She like, nah, like I ain't never fuck with a fat man. So my daughters ain't fucking with no fat man. Oh wow! <laughs> Yo, I think at this point, my mom will be happy as long as he got all his teeth. Nah, my my family's Jamaican. They gonna stay talking shit. You hear me? They not letting it go, and I don't want to hear it. The Jamaican men be loving me, girl. Yo, African men love me. African Jamaican men too. Jamaican men love me. <laughs> Yo, like. Let me tell you, it'd be top. If I could put it in order, I would say Jamaican mm-hmm. men, Dominican men. White men too, girl. I never had no white men. Dominican girl, you never men. never had no white men? Nah, I never, mm-hmm. I never fucked no white guy. Chad Hanks, that shit look like single? sushi. Nah, I ain't fucking with sushi. You want my Chad Hanks? Chad Hanks is different. He different, but Everyone. still, <laughs> is that too white? That's too white for me. Chad Hanks is too white. I I feel like he tries too hard. Like I want you to be authentic in your whiteness. Like mm-hmm. just chill. Yeah, I don't need you to do all that extra. But white, let me tell you, white man, they love them some black women. They love natural hair black women, and they like black women who just like own who they are. Confidence. Mm-hmm. They love that confidence. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they pay bills too. Sorry, up in here. Send them this way. I'll send them, girl. I'll be hooking. I'll be, the, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be connecting the dots for people. I'm like, I don't know. Huh? No, I was saying, going back to the whole, like, the demographic. Mm-hmm. Something about middle-aged Dominican men that love me. Middle-aged, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I don't really do Spanish too much. I feel like. You never been with a Spanish guy? They be playing with knives too much. I be scared. <laughs> like, you play with knives? I feel you, like. You're coming I feel like Jamaican. I feel like Spanish men. Always setting a bitch on fire or stabbing somebody. I do not have time. Jermo, do you want a defense? <laughs> you watch too much Telemundo, girl. What the fuck no, you talk? No, primer impacto. Yeah, I'm going to say, what the fuck is she talking about, B? 
<laughs> she said we have knives all the time. I only pulled out knives even, one time. I can't even refute that because I have an older sister and she's yeah. Thank yeah, you. that's why she's Thank quiet over here. That's, that's why, why she's like, quiet. Her sister used to walk around with a blade in her mouth. Like, yeah, <laughs> can't even. I was like the Homer Simpson going in the bushes. Like, mm. She was mighty quiet over here. And I'm like, yo, she coming for us. And I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, she might be right. It's like, I can't even refute that because I'm like, you know. Like when people be like, oh, Jamaicans have like 15 jobs, or they say how we got like multiple, like our men have multiple households. Like the the truth hurt. But that's Dominican men too, though. Yo, real quick, Dominican men always got like two families. Her dad is a deacon and a mechanic. How does that work? (laughs) Wait, what? Nine to five, Monday through Friday. That's it. We have another. The hustle um, never stops. We have another friend at work. We're always joking because. It's like he has one job, but he's doing like seventeen other jobs. Mm-hmm. Whatever pays the bills. No, like in the hospital, I'm like, okay, you're gonna, you're, he's doing security one day. Yeah, he's doing everything. You know who we talking, talking about? about he's always no, nah, nah, the other one. Oh, Kimoy. Nah, Kimoy. Kimoy. He's always Love doing Kimoy. something else. Like he's PCT. He's all this, and we nah, like. But they, they enjoy he's security. Doing the security yeah. part. They yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> over. He's in everything. I love days, him. He's so helpful. Yeah, though. no, he's super dope. One of these days, we're gonna see him doing vital signs. Yeah, I'll be seeing. I'll be seeing Cruz. He'll be seeing at the booth. <laughs> like your security now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right yeah, he does. You fake he security. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. <laughs> nah, but definitely if the shoe fits, put it on, lace it up, and keep it moving. Yeah. And I did ask, all right, so back to Cardi really quickly. So I asked Lexi the other day, who should Cardi date next after she's done getting over, all set? A regular ass New York nigga. What did I say? I can't, she said, all right, I didn't get to respond when this one said that she should get herself a Russell Wilson. She cannot be with a Russell Wilson. No, She's going to run Wilson circles around his ass, but no. she need a regular dude. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about, like, someone who's a bit more grounded. Mm-hmm. She likes dog. Nah. Yeah, she I likes that nitty gritty. Like, that's no. what I'm saying. Maybe you got to go against Like Nicki Minaj's husband. But see, you got to think about it, right? Cardi B met Offset before she had culture. Now that she's a mother, her mm. thought process will be different. Like so now she needs someone that's into family and not into the streets. She needs someone who her and her daughter is going to be the focus and not chasing the fast life, whether that includes money and bitches or either or. That's right? why, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I think where her frustration is coming from. It's like, okay. You could, they kind of, I mean, they that's do right. change, though. Things they, change, but you got to think about it. You got to think about it, right? Like, say, for if instance, us in our 20s, right? We dealt with niggas cheating on us. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine us having a child now. How high is your tolerance now that you have a child to think of? Because this this situation and this environment is not only toxic for me, but it's toxic for my, my child, child as well. It's different when you have children involved. Mm-hmm. You can't play with people like that no more. I agree. And I think Cardi should hit up Ciara and be like, okay, girl. Or the Cassie. Or the Cassie prayer. Well, hit up Cassie. Like, okay. Well, Cassie was different because she had the, the baby with the good guy. Mm-hmm. After Diddy wasted her 20s. Yeah. 
all of her 20s. All of her 20s. Because he snatched up. She was how? Did he waste everybody's time? The women, yeah, the bands? Like, come on. <laughs> That's why I say Ciara, because Ciara was with Future. She had, you know, little Future. I think she should, I think she just should, I think that. She just should have an entanglement with Will Smith. That's it. <laughs> That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he knows I'm right. He's like, mm -hmm. he's, he's like, like mm -hmm. <laughs> the old friend entangled. Look at his evil laugh. Entanglement, my ass. He did tell. He did tell Jada that, and Jada was like, mm, "You ain't getting nobody right. We're going He gonna fuck her up for real." <laughs> Yes. We ain't gonna see it coming. 2022 breaking news. <laughs> she not gonna see it coming. Like Cardi cuts Will and Jada. <laughs> In the Fresh Prince of Bel Air house, bitch. Oh. The fuck? <laughs> then she's gonna toss out jazz. Yo, <laughs> like, but nah, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Cardi needs to take time to herself and um, enjoy being a mother, enjoy all that she has accomplished because she has accomplished a lot in the last two years. But she's dealt with him on the back end. So uh -huh. you got all this going on. And I really think her nigga just jealous of her, if you ask me. Mm. Yeah, I said the same thing. She so is better off alone for right now. I said she needs to date herself. Mm -hmm. Like, because people don't think that's a thing, but it's a real thing. Like, your nigga being jealous of you. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I think he's jealous of her because you got to think, like, whatever group he's in, Amigos or whatever, they have been trying for a minute. And people be sleeping on Cardi because people don't know her history. But she's been trying for a minute, too. Yeah. But she just took a different path. She went from stripping to Instagram videos to where she's at, to loving hip-hop to where she's it at now. It was already whirlwind. It to, no, to people who just not hearing about her, it seems whirlwind. But people who know about Cardi knows that she's been at this for a minute. Well, yeah, but I mean whirlwind in the sense that one minute, you know, because let's be real, like you watch Love and Hip-Hop, you're like, okay, these are up-and-coming people. They really kind of stay in that up-and-coming realm mm -hmm. and then cardi just said i'm out and just that's it she did only like one season yeah, right Loving it. yeah she and did one she season and the whole the season she did was like a part-time season she wasn't even checking in for for real for like that yeah yeah, yeah. Still you're right <laughs> he was coming at peter guns <laughs> but see that's the thing her right? sister. and that's why you gotta respect her because even then you her mindset different her mm -hmm. like her like her hunger, you don't see that in people no more. You don't. People make make excuses all the time, and I think she's realizing that this nigga is more of a liability than he's a fucking asset. The nigga gotta go. Mhm. Mm Cause you gotta think about it. He gets somebody pregnant. If she whoever, cause I think they say that he got this girl pregnant. When she seeks child support, it's not only child support off off of offset income. It's off of Cardi's it's Cardi income as too. Well. Because they're, they're married. married. Yeah, absolutely right. So then what if he get another bitch pregnant? Or he get mad and he slap a bitch. Now she's suing the whole family. Like, he got to go. Yeah. I wouldn't want him around me either. I wouldn't be surprised if she still fuck him in the dark because that's all she know for the that's last That's what three she years. was doing before, too, though, when they were broken up. She was like, why would I go to some new date? That's my baby father. Exactly. Like, so she probably going to still fuck him in the dark. But uh, on, in regards to, like, on paper, she got to seven them ties because he's coming in after everything that she worked hard for. And it ain't right. Nah, hell nah, because you can't keep your dick in your pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. Yeah, she said that. She just passed it on to him, like. She was like this. Drop smite. Hold that. I was just like this. 
Oh, you can still say it. Oh, you can still say it. That was fucking classic. <laughs> <laughs> she said, niggas is bombs. Drop smite. <laughs> he caught it too. Like, an idiot. <laughs> like, I don't know how we Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Like, I got you. <laughs> oh, shit. That was oh, fucking God. funny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even got nothing to say. Uh, I guess we bumps. <laughs> The way she said it, I'm like, we bumps, we bumps. <laughs> He's about to agree that, yeah, we are fucking, we ain't shit. We ain't shit. I, I ain't shit. <laughs> I ain't shit, we ain't shit, we all ain't shit. Fuck it. That's just what it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so so, guys, we were cracking up on this fucking video that we saw, like, right before we started recording. It was a no-mask rally. That they had where? St. George? In Utah. Utah. No mask. The old lady was the one that cracked me up. She was like, we don't want to wear masks because child molesters wear them. What the fuck? Yeah, she was like, oh, we don't want to wear masks. Child molesters wear them. What lady? What are you talking about? They done tied in child molesters, George Floyd. Yeah, she was like, oh, when George Floyd said he couldn't breathe. You know, he died. So we said we can't breathe, and they're still making us wear a mask. Lady, what the fuck are you talking about? And you know what I, you know what I say to that? It's crack. It's crack. <laughs> it's crack that they're smoking. You know what it is? It's With, crack. It, besides crack, <laughs> these people are so fixated and infatuated with wanting to be oppressed, they'll grasp on the most minor inconvenience and die on that hill. They want to be oppressed so bad it's ridiculous. It's like the white gentrifiers who be like bicycling on Flatbush, right? They be so mad when you driving your car, you almost hit them. Who the fuck told you to bicycle in the middle of the street? Hello. Like yeah. the funniest lines. The funniest line line is when they like, oh, you don't know what it's like to be white. You know what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. It was <laughs> Yo, there was like a year, there was like a summer that a lot of them were like calling the Department of Health on like bodega owners for having cats. How you gonna try this, to this get rid of the York, manager? This is New York history, okay? Like He's the manager. Like, this go back doing? to this go back to Crooklyn days. Like the cat belong here. Yeah. Okay? The cat owns the store, man. We might not like the cat, but we know the cat is a staple. <laughs> mm-hmm. He come with the coffee and the sandwich, bitch. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. You know you gotta <laughs> Did you see the cat? The only thing I like is when the cat's chilling on the bread. Did you see? Like, get the cat off the bread. Yo, the funny, yo, the funniest bodega video that I ever saw was when that that white lady came out saying that the that the kid slapped her in the ass, and they replayed. No, the the kid. She said that some that the kid slapped her in the ass, right? Mm -hmm. And they went inside and they replayed the video and nobody nobody touched her ass or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you fucking liar. Like, they all ganged up on her. They were like, you fucking liar. But they started laughing at her. You never seen that video? No. She called the cops and the kids saying that the kid has grabbed her ass. Yeah, and it was his backpack. Or snapped her. Right? Or, yeah, the, back, the, the backpack, backpack hit her. against her by mistake. And they were like, you fucking liar. They replayed the, the whole video nah, at the bodega. Nah, I have to see that. And she was, at the, she was at the bodega when they replayed it. And she was like... <laughs> she felt she stupid. Go, Yo, what? <laughs> nah, she felt stupid. The bitch is stupid. Like, Yo, we got breaking news, guys. Um, what's the breaking news? Supreme Court Justice Ruth Ginsburg. Bader Ginsburg has passed away. Mm-hmm. Pancreatic cancer. That cancer. Another boy. great Pisces. Damn. I love Pisces. Hey, it's two we of us right are. here. 
Oh, y'all want Pisces? Yeah. yeah. I said it earlier. Ain't nobody said it was Pisces. I'm For sorry. real? <laughs> I, I said, I do not fuck with Capricorns and Aquariuses, but I love me some Pisces. Oh, and I love me, yes, two of us. When I tell you I am surrounded by Virgos. Because, you know, the thing is, we're we're exactly six months apart. That, and so that, we, we mirror. Yeah, yeah in, in the, in the astrology world, whenever you six months polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all gravitate towards your, to each other. Because the Virgos are like more, they're the perfectionist Pisces tend to be more like, you don't you think know, we You don't think we're too sensitive? Flow? Well, I don't. Th- I don't think someone called me sensitive this week. I'm. I'm fucking highly offended. <laughs> Yo, I've been. I, can't, you ever I seen mean, y'all all liar? Sens- y'all all a little bit sensitive, but cancers are more sensitive than y'all. Okay, yeah, really quick. Really you guys ever seen the movie Lie Lie with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Okay. A long time ago, but yeah. So when someone called me sensitive, remember the part when he slept with the girl, and he she was like, "Oh, so what did you think about it?" He was like, "Oh, I've had better." And then all day he was like replaying it, waking up, and he kept saying like. I had better. That was me after she they called me sensitive. Right? After they called me sensitive, I was he like that. I've been like that for 48 me. hours. I was like, sensitive? He called what the me. fuck is he talking about? Losing your feelings. Yeah, she really was. Heavy. Nah, y'all yes. all know. Y'all all yeah, know. Yeah, he's a Taurus. Tauruses are so bullheaded. Like, they could oh. be so wrong. <laughs> That's my ascending And time. they standing that <laughs> shit. They like, I'm not moving. I don't give a fuck. They annoying. The Taurus has exited the building. <laughs> Like, don't like, exit chat. <laughs> chat. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> she been talking too much since she got here. <laughs> Yo, he didn't even he didn't even wait to finish hearing what she had to say about Taurus. He was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's my ascending and my moon is Aquarius. Yeah. Yo, oh, your moon is Aquarius? My moon is Aries. Okay. He's mm-hmm. fire and water. My moon is Aries. My whatever. <laughs> what the fuck is an Aries? I, I just know a Leo. That's it. That's all I know. He's Leo. His moon <laughs> is Leo. The only sign that matters to me. Leo. That's it. I don't know nobody else. Yo, you know what time of day you were born? Jupiter's in Leo. Everything. You're gonna do your chart. Yeah. Come, let me do your chart right now. Oh, oh you know what time you were born? What time in the afternoon? You need the exact time. Nah, we need exact we time. Need exact, he's Hold like, on oh, right I now. Like Find it. out what time you were born. Like Let's 11. get my on the line. <laughs> Bro, you need the exact time. The chart's going to fuck up. Yes. We That's are. exactly what we call ourselves. Well, I call myself that. She's a hood astrologer. <laughs> and Walter was also a Pisces. The greatest fact. Pisces of all time. Who? Yeah. Walter, Walter McCallo. Who the hell is that? <laughs> The, the astrologer. astrologer. He used to wear the oh. robes. Go on, go on the Googles. Go on the Googles. Go on the Googles. <laughs> Just put in his name. We going. He mad like dramatic too with oh, his yeah. hands and real like. He be having right the there, hood, right there. The hoodie. Hoodie girl. He be having a cape. He got. He got the Ric Flair cape. He's like, he's like an American Ric Flair, but just looks like an astrologer. Right there. Look. This is Walter right here. Yeah, aquí. Walter Mercado, para ti, para ti y para todos. Y tengo un tema muy importante, para mí el más importante del mundo. Salud, salud mental, emocional y física. Y cómo se compara o cómo se asocia tu salud con tu signo zodiacal. Es una temática que sé que les va a interesar y les va a educar. Like, it this, was not nobody really believed that he could, you know, tell the future I mean, and I, stuff I like that. I will say, a lot of things that she said would do be true. Did y'all listen to her um thing, her live the other day, like, two, three weeks ago when she said, like, it, like she did it specifically for, like, New York. Like, people mm-hmm. who was in New York. 
in the tri-state area. She was like, y'all got to stop boiling your water. She said there was going to be like an electric uh, outage in a couple of months. I mean, I so live in the project, prepared. so we always got to boil water because they're yeah. always cutting the water off. So I don't know what that game But now nah, she had, I mean, I'm, I'm just telling y'all. Either no hot water or no elevator, but yeah. <laughs> she said no elevator. See, that's the part of New York I don't fucking miss. Like, <laughs> hood, hood. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know I didn't see her. I did, she, I did see that she was on live, but I didn't get to check it out, though. Mm. I didn't get to check it out. I mean, she's trying to do Yeah. I believe in that stuff, though. I do, too. Very spiritual. I am, too. I'm not religious, not spiritual. Same. Mm -hmm. I'm not. getting to that spiritual point. I'm I'm an atheist by trade. Well, Okay, so how are you an atheist? Like, I've never understood atheism, right? I was raised as a just-in-case Catholic. When I say just-in-case Catholic, like, my mom had us do our sacraments just in case we needed mm -hmm. to get into heaven somehow. We, I didn't grow up in a religious household. Like, everything okay. was done por si acaso, in Spanish, just in case. So I went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic college. And the more I was exposed to it, the more it did not make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, no, I don't get it. So did you ever feel like, hey, I don't believe in what I've learned um, in church and in Catholic school, but I do feel like I believe in something greater than myself? I'm getting to that point now, but even then, I'm kind of like, it's a very deistic perspective for me. Like, right. I'm, yeah. Maybe in another couple of years, I'll get to a better understanding mm -hmm. of that spiritual side. But for the most part, I'm all about just protecting, you know, protecting my energy and mm -hmm. not letting myself get that, have other people suck out my my good juju, if that makes any sense. No, it makes yeah, sense. It makes sense. Too. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I just like, I haven't completely written out religion. Like, okay. I'm not religious in any sense or whatever, but I do have a spiritual aspect to me. Like, I believe in spirituality. Um, but for me, I, I probably kind of hold on to it because it keeps me grounded, right? Like, I okay. need to believe in something bigger than myself. Because if I just believe in myself, I'll be out this bitch wilding. Like, and I need <laughs> something to... <laughs> to okay. bring you back down. To bring me down, even put a little bit of Keep fear in my heart. Planted. Like, a, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. What about you, Alex? You spiritual or you religious? I'm a little bit of both. Because mm -hmm. I, I believe in, in religion. I mean, everybody has a different belief, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm Christian. I'm not the type of Christian that goes to church every Sunday, but I do pray. I do... I do believe that there is a God and there is, you know, there is a devil. Um, so yeah, like she said, that keeps me grounded because I fear. Not that I fear, but I am commended to be a man, you know, the best man that you can, you know. Um, also, um, it keeps me sane to a certain extent because when you don't believe in nothing, it's like. For example, when you lose a loved one, you you religion gives you the hope that you'll see them again, right? Someday. But when you don't have that, like you're, you you don't have any faith on that certain things are not gonna happen because you don't believe in anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So religion has helped me through my worst moments because it gives me that comfort, that faith, that that hope that 
things will get better, that God will put things in place. You have to go and make them happen, though. I don't, I, I don't understand the people that are religious that believe that just by being believing, believing and being faithful to God that things are going to be handed. No, you got to go and get it. But I believe there is a plan put in place for you as an individual. Amen. What plan, what that plan is, we don't know. We just go. We have to find out as life gotta, goes on. You got to just live life and find out what that plan is, Amen. ultimately, you know. But that's my take. I have faith in hard work and in myself and my loved ones. And I believe that when someone dies, I know in my case, what, for example, I lost, you know, I lost someone very close to me few years ago and things that I do I still feel like they're with me I don't feel like I need religion to have that you know to have them be with me yeah like to have that tie like I know how I feel about them and I know that for example we were both big baseball fans I watch a game they're still with me I drink a Heineken they're still with me so that's just how I take it. Mm-hmm. So you do believe that they're with you? Yeah. You do believe in something? Yeah, just not in You don't know religion. what that is? Yeah. Okay. Just not in the biblical sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You don't believe in a heaven or hell? like. Heaven and hell is what you make it to be. That's okay. yeah. I just, I just, I just think that some people allow religion to, like, to dictate too much absolutely you know like um i believe in the bible but i don't agree with everything that's in it you know because a lot of the things that are in there especially from the old testament are written by man of course you know and it's like um it's pretty much their belief and it's and it's so many ways to uh interpret those those so the bible is a very tricky book you know that you could and you can do whatever you feel with it if you know how to... You interpret it how you interpret it. Exactly. And even the people translating it because people forget that the Bible was... The Old Testament was written in Hebrew. The New Testament was written in Aramaic, which is a dead language. And then when they were translating it from Aramaic to Latin, 85% of that got lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, around there. Hmm. But yeah, it's a, I mean... The Bible is a it's a beautiful book. It's it's a it, like if you do read it, well, I have found myself reading it, and if you do read it, it's like the words are very powerful. Yeah, it should be like a guide, like a to help you give you some kind of clarity, but it shouldn't dictate your every day. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I look at the Bible like I look at Greek mythology. You know, you read all these stories mm-hmm. like Icarus flying too close to the sun. What does that tell you? Don't get too fucking big for your britches and stay humble. That's how you gotta treat the Bible. Mm. I don't know why I'm. Uh, I don't know why I'm intrigued with the Greek gods. Like I love that whole. So it's very I, allegorical. Like I love. It's just it's it's I don't know something that gravitates me to it. Like I love watching I love Greek, Greek movies. I like like Greek. I, I heard that Netflix is coming out with they a series. Are. Mm-hmm. I think it's called the Greek gods or something. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I, but I cannot, when you mention something that she loves, I can't wait for it. I cannot wait for it. I can't wait for it. It's 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 lit. 
But even even the video games, I remember I played the God of War, and it's like I'll be like yeah. into that shit because it's like great gods. I'm fighting Zeus. Then I'm gonna find <laughs> I'm gonna fight Ares, and it's crazy being lit. That's why I tattooed Aphrodite on my arm. I don't know nothing about what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, goddess of love. My name is a Greek name that means messenger to the gods. I mean, Haiti, Hades. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 kind of evil, but you know. Listen, the powers that be yeah. knew that what they were doing when they made me a four foot ten female and not a six foot five dude. Let's just say that. Internally, you are. Internally, I am. <laughs> so, Kenya, how long you here for New York? Um, at least until October first. Okay, like thirtieth cool. first around there. All I'm trying right. to book my ticket tonight. <laughs> I'm like, I miss I'm my bed. It. I miss my house. Aww. Like, I miss my space. Yeah, I need to go back home. <laughs> I hear you. There's no no place like home. Sound like yeah. Dorothy in this bitch. No place like I mean, home. I'm just like Tim's. <laughs> I'm used to the space, you know. So I'm just like, I'm I'm going from my house, like a room. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's for something good. It's for family, but. I need like a one week intermission. No, like. but you already set in your routine mm-hmm. and how you like things. Cause let's be real, ain't no place like home. You already know how you like your stuff. Right. You already know how you like to do things. Sometimes you wanna walk around butt ass naked. Exactly. My hard. grandma house is my is her house and my house is my house. Exactly. And I definitely want to walk around naked. I definitely want to have some company over. I'm not about to take no dick in my grandma house, so I need to go home. Oh damn! <laughs> so we so we gonna close it with that, <laughs> and we gonna close it with the fact that I'm on day 51 of no sex. Oh, you buggy. <laughs> um, let me just say that Monday. Sex detox is one of the worst things. It is. No, no, seriously. I, I was going through it the other day. But I blame Lexi for that because she sent me a dick pic of Chris Evans, Captain America. <laughs> and it was, I'm going to show you, girl. That pic is fire. And I spent like three hours Wait, masturbating, a but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the I don't episode of Sex in the City with, um, with Charlotte when she got the rabbit vibrator and it got to the point that Carrie and Miranda had to go to the house and get her out. I was <laughs> perfectly fine. <laughs> no, I will say this, though. Celibacy, because um, at one point I was celibate for two years. It brings a lot of clarity. Two too. years? What is I did what it for the three. fuck? I did because sometimes, like, Lord, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it's street. easier than you think it is, right? Like, once you form a habit, you just go. But it brings you a sense of clarity. Um, it's that, easy, but then when you got a fuck boy that's really, really, really like with you, he, no, wait, he texts me and I'm like, <laughs> like I want the mic. Wait, no, listen. No, it's e- like once you get into it, it's easy, right? But the thing is, do not fuck up and have sex because once you get one, it's like crack, you get one hit, you not going back. And I be like, I be seeing him, so yeah. I be like, damn. Yo, you wanna fuck. know? Fuck. You know what I was funny? One, one time a girl told me, oh, I'm a celibate. And I said, really? <laughs> so, but it's a we challenge were, we for were, you. Yeah, we were already, like, talking for a while. So I told her, come over. She comes in. Yeah, so <laughs> she comes over. I'm like, ah. So we watching a movie. 
I ended up taking my pants off. Like, I'm just taking my, just getting comfortable. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> shit. I'm just getting comfortable. He giving us the fuckboy blueprint <laughs> right now. I'm just getting comfortable. I'm on my bed. So, you know, bottom line is celibacy <laughs> that night ended for her. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he has such an evil laugh. Like, <laughs> 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 once you took up your pants, I'm not going. No, first of all, if I'm setting out your fridge, if I have my mind set on not having sex, I'm not going to chill with you alone. Nah, I'm not doing it. Especially if you know that I'm not trying to have sex. That's a challenge for a man. He's gonna want you to give yeah. in, so he gonna go hard. Um, now I. I and Listen, you know what? I'm weak. It felt good. I'm a weak individual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. Good. Like, nah. Nah. So if the right in. one, if the guy, you know, the fuckboy catches me alone. I think I think I know why. I think I know why it was. Because I'm a Leo. <laughs> Pass the bag on to Kenya. Go ahead. Kenya. Tell our listeners where we can find you at. Leo ass. <laughs> you guys can find me on Instagram. K-E-E-N-Y-A underscore B underscore. Um, the sugar on shit pod, sugar on shit pod, and that's about it. I do got Twitter, but I don't fuck with it. So yeah, y'all can just find Twitter, me on Twitter, girl. Oh, Twitter, oh, you need to get on Twitter I'm for the porn old. and for the comedy. It's too, yo, I'm they're old. a bunch of savages yo, on Twitter. The thing about it, Twitter I have my, I know, <laughs> but I have like my businesses. Oh, also, you can order your hookahs at KB hookahs. Yes. Well, next time we go down there <laughs> to Atlanta, for sure. Yo, it hits Twitter. It hits Twitter first. It hits Twitter first. Twitter always been like I that, though. Like, when I sent stuff, and we're crying, laughing. Yo, like, when I was in college, Twitter was, like, so fucking lit. Like, Twitter calmed down a lot since, like, 2008, 9, 10-ish. Because back then, it was the wild, wild west on Twitter. Like I joined Twitter first in 2008. And I remember, like, my first weekend on Twitter, I was like, oh, let me see what's going on. Shit was lit. Oh, my God. Yo, Shit was I lit. Especially crying. if you was in college. Yo. That's how I found out That's how I found out my ex had a baby on Twitter. <laughs> I remember that shit like it was yesterday. It was Kenya, New Year's Day. you're going to come day. back before you leave, all right? Because we, <laughs> we want you for story time. Yeah, we want, we want, story we want time. that story. I'll, that, I'll give you the story time, but yeah, Twitter always lit. <laughs> we, we need to know how the hell did you... We're due for another story time episode. Oh, oh what, what was it's so uh, funny how all the females that come I have amazing FBI skills. Like oh, what they yeah. were, what was Smith called it? The Twitter what? The black Twitter? Or black Twitter. Oh, black, black Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, black Twitter, yo. Well, what go is find it? a black Twitter. Yo, I love it, black, black Twitter. But you were saying something about Google. black Twitter. They like the, the. I said God save black Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking I hilarious. I don't understand. I'm like, listen. It's to the point that when something happens, I'm like, no, if there's one place I'm going to go and they're going to get the info that I really want, go on Twitter, hashtag black Twitter, and that's all yep. you need. Seriously, they find, find all the it. Karens. They be finding <laughs> all, when they be uploading these videos of the Karens calling the cops and stuff. You can post They be finding out. They put it. They be like, go get them, Twitter. Yo. They find out where <laughs> she work at, what state she live, like everything. When the video was taped. Everything. And it could wow. be something as vague as Oh, yeah, as so like, they could get fired. She they was wearing a green and flip-flops, pumping gas on the corner here. Two hours later, you got all the information. Yup. Yeah, they be getting fired, too, bro. Kenya, I do want that story, though. Don't be a racist piece of shit. Yes. Jermo, man, tell everybody where they can find you. You're you Leo find ass. me on IG at Jermo under, underscore X <laughs> underscore <laughs> official. And you can find me on 
Facebook, just put your email. And you're good. And um, Leo's had the best, and that's it. That's that. Don't add me. Let it go. Go his mic, D. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> mic. <laughs> and you know where you can find us, Ladies Pitch Instagram, uh, Twitter, Pitch718. Our Gmail is ladiespitch718 at gmail.com. And Facebook, ladiespitch underscore. You already know me with the shits. Email us, um, comments, concerns, whatever you want. Can I just say something real quick? Um, sure. If you ever feel like you're losing yourself, you're forgetting who you are, what you about. The New York Yankees went through the shittiest streak this season. They lost 14 out of 19 games. They're currently on an eight-game winning streak. And they're, they're, yeah, they're going to punch you for like four more games. But the reason why I bring this up is because they looked fucking lost. Brian Cashman went in there, said something. I don't know what he said. Maybe it was the same prayer Tom Brady said in that Super Bowl against the Falcons. But my boys are doing good, so I'm doing good. They were on fire last night. That's what I know. That was sure. funny. Haley's like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? It was like everybody that was going up to bat was hitting a home run. I'm like, what the fuck? Deja vu? Yeah. Yeah. So it was dope. Keep your head up, people. We love you. It and be before we lock out, can I just reference. say, rest in peace to Supreme Judge Ruth Ginsburg. Um, if y'all do not know, she's an advocate for women rights, mm-hmm. reproductive rights, um, the the choice to choose, and um, basically, the president chooses who gets her seat. So it's a big deal that she passed away today. Yeah. And um, that just hit while we were. Yeah, recording. it hit while we was recording. Vote. But please vote, and hopefully. The people we vote into office will make the right decision in regards to, even though it's up to the president, hopefully whoever takes her seats will, that decision will be made in January when the president-elect goes into, but yeah, we gotta, so now gotta pray on that. So women left in the Supreme Court. Yes. Yeah. Um, Alina Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So you guys, y'all do y'all research. Know what y'all dealing with and vote, 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 vote in November. I know in Georgia, October 30th is the last day to apply for your mail-in ballot. So please do that if you can and head to the polls this election. Yes. Thank you for that. What, 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 what are you going to say? What are you going to say? I was going to say vote Leo by that. <laughs> we out this bitch, guys. Haiti Baby signing out. Lexi the motherfucking savage. Go Yankees. Peace. <laughs>